How do I start this thing? Have you plugged the bloody USB in? Yeah, it's in. Nah, man, that's the wrong port. Oh, wait, it's flashing now. Is it? Re- oh, wait, it's recording. Well, let's start this thing, Paul. Hello, everyone. I'm Amelia. Hi, I'm Sam. Welcome to Ask the Duo podcast, a podcast where we get deep into those late night, unfiltered conversations. We'll be discussing all things lifestyle, relationship, mindset, and more. All right, let's get to it. Hello, lovely jubblies. Lovely jubblies? What the hell is that? You've never heard of it? Chubby bubbies? Chubby bunnies? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, nothing's perfect, right? (laughs) No, nothing's perfect, mate. Yeah, well, speaking of perfect, what a good segue. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we're going to talk about just a topic around perfectionism and perfectionists. For me, being in a creative industry, I feel like it's created a lot of perfectionists out there. So I want to see if you, in your industry or just the people that you have around you, do you feel like there's a lot of perfectionists? I don't think I've ever come across a perfectionist in my industry, to be honest. And let me tell you why. Because my industry is very fast-paced. There's deadlines that you have to meet. So... I find that if you're a perfectionist, you generally want to take your time. You want to make sure that things are right. So by the time you get to that point, you're like, well, I fuck. just had the thought when you said, take your time. I don't know, just go whatever, listen to it. Remember when we worked at the solicitor firm and there's that guy who would look at every single piece of paper and slowly turn Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just had a thought yeah. of that. But yeah, anyway, it's not, re- not relevant. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So yeah, in the banking finance industry like i said i don't i don't think i've come across someone like that yeah i feel like in my world there's a lot of it because i am predominantly in the creative industry and it's kind of a given because you are creating work essentially to put out in the world or give to your clients and it has to be i wouldn't say perfect but it has to be good or up to a certain standard and because you're designing based off other people's standards it you're inclined to make something that you feel yourself is good or perfect. So I wanted to just talk around this and some other things that I've heard around perfectionism, but just wanted to define the type of people or the type of perfectionist that we're talking about in this episode is more so around the people who are working on a project or working on a particular thing and they won't let go of this project and put it out in the world or let people see it until they themselves feel like it's perfect. So these are the type of people that we're talking about. Yeah, right. Less of the OCD of trying to make things clean where this is more like a personal preference. So what I was saying to you off the mic was how you like to keep, when you're building your computer with the computer parts, you like to keep the wiring really neat, really tidy, but that's more personal preference rather than perfectionist because there's nothing, there's no standards that you're setting to yourself or to other people. That's just a way of how you like to set up your computer case. Yep, exactly, yep. Yeah, so for me, I'm a big advocate of progression over perfection. And I say this because I know I can be a perfectionist, but I've built a mindset where I need to eventually just let things go. Especially in design, like you can't just keep spiraling and 
moving things around the page and overthinking and be like, no, this is not good enough. Because in the real world, when you're working for an agency or you're working for a client, there's deadlines, there's time, like everything's billable by the time. So if you're going to continuously work on something until you feel it's perfect, it's never going to get anywhere. And in design, it's such a subjective thing. So you might think something is really awesome and I might show it to you and you're like, that's complete trash. You're like, that's shit. Like no one's going to talk like that. But I mean, like they will have a different view of your designs or the ideas that you come up with. So. The longer you work on it without showing it to someone or getting feedback from someone, the longer you're just spiraling in an unknown zone, right? Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> and what you said is is relatable to my industry in the fact of you're working with clients, you've got a deadline. So the more that you, I wouldn't say procrastinate, but the more that you look at your work, review it, how are you going to progress without getting the feedback? And it's similar in the fact of my industry where we are working within a very tight deadline. You have your fundamentals of how you would do or follow a certain process. You follow that, you trust the process, get it done. Whereas if you stop and go, oh, fuck, question the process. Oh, you know, you're going to half-ass fucking do shit. And then, you know, you're going you're gonna to get stuck. The job's not going to get done. The client's going to be unhappy. I think a way that you could see a perfectionist in your industry is say you're sending an email, you're typing it, retyping it, backspacing, and then restructuring your sentence. And it's like, oh, no, this doesn't sound right. Oh, this might sound rude. Oh, no, this doesn't look right. Doing that, that's time wasting. So people out there, like your clients, are just waiting for the email, waiting for the response. So it's better that you've sent something out like obviously making sure that there is some standards to make sure that it's yeah. correct, but you still got to send that email out there. If you spent two hours trying to reply to an email and that person had a deadline that he was waiting for you for an hour and you took two hours, then you're not getting your job done. Yeah, 100%. There's a fine line. I mean, that, that dives into a different topic in terms of the standards and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, you just got to send it. You got to reply within a professional manner. Yeah, so what I'm trying to get to is like eventually whatever this thing that you're working on, you need to just send it out there. You need to get things done. Like it's kind of the fine balance between getting things done and also having it done in a way where it's still presentable. So having the standards but not being too perfect where you're just now wasting time. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So a few examples that I thought of is – for example, us starting this podcast, we like obviously we didn't know what we we're doing. We we're trying out all these different things and editing and going over all the things that we're doing and seeing if it's good or if it's good enough. And we iterated a few things a few times, but eventually we just send it out. Like we just had to get it done because if we don't get it started, one, it will never get started. And two, we're just in our own little cycle where we don't know if it's good or bad, because we need people to give us feedback, right? Yeah, 100%. And that is a good point. We, you know, there was a point of when we were trying to start this, we are going back and forth, back and forth in relation to, okay, is it good enough or how are we going to, what are people going to think? But then at the end of the day, like you said, we just had to send it. You just had Mm -hmm. to get it out, 
get the feedback, whether it's positive, negative, whatever it is, we always take, you know, feedback on board because that's how we're going to grow. Yeah. So I wanted to lead it into this statement that Gary Vee always says. He says, perfection is another word for insecurity, which for me, I personally feel like it's a really true statement because if we're going to tie into insecurity, say again, our podcast, if we didn't send it out, it's mostly because we're insecure about our content, our work, what we've done. But if we're confident in ourselves and confident in being able to receive feedback, then that's fine. And that's why we sent it out because we're comfortable that, yeah, it's not perfect, but we can always work on it. And if people give us feedback, we can take on that feedback and make it better. But for the people who are so insecure in that manner where they feel like it needs to be completely 100% perfect and before they can send it out, that's the insecurity. Like they didn't believe in themselves. They didn't believe in their work and they don't believe in how they can progress in this work that they're doing. Yeah. And so what Gary Vee mentioned and what he often says is, like you said, that's a strong statement because that's applicable in all life or all walks of life. Yeah. Like if you think about it, like if you truly sit there and think about all the situations where you've witnessed perfectionists, I think it's true. Like whether it's someone who's imposing it to you or you imposing it on yourself, it's always around an insecurity in some way or form. Yep. And that's a, that actually makes you realize that, you know, everyone's human in the fact that we all have insecurities, but it's about accepting the insecurities and growing from that point, getting that feedback and self-improvement from that. Mm. And one thing that we're talking about after Mike was like, for example, you in your job, if you had a certain pro- process that someone higher up or an elderly that's been working there for 20 years has set up and they're not comfortable with changing that process. Like, why do you think they're uncomfortable with that? It's because they feel like they had everything down pat. Their process is really good. It may have been perfect 20 years ago, but now with the new programs, new IT, new like technology, things have to change. And if mm. you're not willing to change, it's because they may be insecure and feeling that once someone else, someone younger, someone newer came in and changed the process, now they're not good enough because their process is now not good. But they're associating this process that they've set up with themselves. So they tend to think that the thing that they're associating themselves with is about themselves, but really it's not. And once you let go of that, you can actually grow yourself so much more because you're learning from someone who now knows technology, who now knows IT or whatever it is. And from that, you can continue to grow. But the more you hold on to something that you once thought was perfect, you're just going to be stuck there. Yeah. And as you mentioned, change is good within reason. And especially when it comes to time frame, things change quite, you know, quickly. Process changes, tech changes. It's, never-ending of changes and in order for you to improve you have to adapt to that and adapting to the changes is a vital component to your career and just you as an individual yeah and one other thing that we found is there's actually three types of perfectionists 
So did you want to go through the three types? Yes. So there's three types of perfectionists as noted. So one is socially prescribed. Socially prescribed are individuals who feel they themselves or their work must be perfect to get approval from others. Yeah, so the essentially us creators who really like that they won't put their work out there because they feel like the audience or your superiors might have a high standard and you don't want to give it to them or hand it over because you feel like they'll be judged and then because when you get judged from that like your work is being judged you feel like they're judging you as well yeah of course so then the second type which is self-oriented and these are setting unrealistic expectations of oneself and generally self-criticizing themselves in a harsh manner. Mm, I think this is the one that I would relate to the most. So I would say I'm not a competitive person like with others. So I don't compare myself with what other people are doing, how good they're doing or what their expectations are out there. The biggest time that I get disappointed is when I don't feel like I'm meeting my own standards. And sometimes I set myself really high standards and when I don't meet that, I easily get disappointed. So I feel like I can fit into this. Because what I was gonna say is like, yeah, I am a perfectionist, but it's not, like sometimes, yeah, it is swayed by social, but most of the time it's because of what I have, the standards that I set myself in my mind. Yeah, I agree, You, you, sometimes you, set yourself a certain standard and you have to uphold yourself to that. And at times you wouldn't, I wouldn't say give up or stop. You just, you, you're dedicated to get to that certain point and you won't stop to get that point. Yeah. And that's why I've now developed this thing where I just let things go. Like I just really can't hold on to it, especially when I'm working on a, someone who has a perfection standard which is fine like I know that that's really good because that would help me grow too but I'm a person that I really can't keep following that path because I will definitely go into that spiral and I know I will and that's why I need to just let things go and just throw things out there if it's shit it's shit like it's done it's done but at least I've done it yeah and I think this is kind of off slightly off topic but it mentally drains you because you're does. so, you know what I mean? Your mind is so stuck on, oh, shit, am I doing this right? Oh, I need to do it to this level, but you're down here. Like, you, you're so it, – it's pretty much fucking your mind up. It you know? creates a negative thought in your mind because, like, how – like, the process of how this works in my brain, like, it may not be the same for everyone, but mine is, like, I'm so passionate to do this new project that I'm doing. I'm, like, doing all my best, putting everything together, then eventually reach to a state where I can't progress anymore, but I know it's not there yet. So I'm continuously trying to work things out, add new things in, add new elements, change colours, change fonts, change styles, do all that, move things around, and that's all part of the exploration process, which is fine. So once I've gone past that, now I'm like, is this is this good to send out? But the longer I stay in this process where I'm like, is this good enough? And I'm like moving things around, keep doing like, now I'm just cycling that, that cycle that I was just telling you about, changing colors, changing fonts, doing all that. That's when I start to overthink. And from the excitement, it starts to change to self-doubt. 
and then the self-doubt becomes into more negative talk now it's like my work's shit I'm not even worthy of being a designer like why am I even doing this I don't know what I'm doing like if I send this out people are gonna be like nah this is shit work like it just you get into the spiral and you just keep going down and down and down so that's why once I've done something I need to just send it out but obviously I need to check it so a good thing for me in terms of creative work is sometimes if you're working on something for so long just step away like take five ten minutes break do something else or just literally go make a tea come back and re-evaluate and be like okay where am I at now is this good to send if it's good just send it yeah and I think you bring up an important part for the listeners who are very similar to you in the fact of setting the bar to a certain stand and not upholding to that I think it's good what you mentioned in terms of just stepping away. Sometimes it's good to just walk away for a minute, two minutes, whatever it is, reset, recalibrate. That's all it needs or what you need to basically take yourself away from that point, come back, fresh mind, get it done. Yeah, like the biggest example is probably a bit different, but it's like when you keep looking at the one word over and over again, keep spelling the word over and over again, it eventually looks weird to you, right? Like you just feel like, am I spelling it right? Or did it always look like this? Or like, I don't know if this is the right spelling anymore. But once you walk away, come back and you're like, oh shit, it is the right spelling. Like, it's just that. It's like your mind's playing games on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. And I know this. It's probably maybe off topic, but it's relatable to to like playing games or puzzles and stuff like that. If you can't pass a certain level, your mind is, and you're trying to do it all the time, your mind's fucking you because you're like constantly doing Because all you see is the path that you've taken. Correct. And you can't see the bigger Correct. picture. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes it's just good to just get away, five minutes, come back, fuck that shit up, all good. Yeah, so like relating it back to why perfection is another word for insecurity is when you get into these little rabbit holes or these funnels, you're starting to become insecure. Like whether you started already feeling insecure or it's you're starting to create all this negative talk, that is the insecurity coming out of you. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, and I feel like the perfection is another word for insecurity. It really relates to the first two that you were talking about, the socially prescribed. So how you uphold yourself against others and feeling if you're meeting their standards and also self-orientated, which is the one where you set your own standards. And if you don't meet them, you get disappointed or you feel insecure from that. I feel like that's what he's mostly referring to. Yeah. Yeah. And that is very true. Right. So now on that, he did mention, well, there are essentially three types. So we can talk about the third one. Did you describe the third one? I haven't yet. Oh, whoops. Well, we, kind of went, we kind of went off tangent, but that's okay. We come back to the We're third reeling one. reeling it back. <laughs> reeling a little bit back, but there, there is a third one. Now that's other, other oriented. And this is more applicable for people who are imposing unrealistic standards to other people, right? And get disappointed or tend to criticize them if those standards are met. Yeah, so this one, for me personally, I don't know how that relates to perfection or perfectionists because I feel like it's a standard that someone else, like you're setting a standard for someone else. And if it's not perfect, you criticize them. But how is that a perfectionist? I don't get this last type. Which you do bring up a good point, but... You setting a standard 
of being or what is deemed as perfection or perfect in this person's particular understanding so that you're judging, you're criticizing other people because they're not following what you deem as the perfect definition of whatever it is, a a procedure or whatever it is. So would that be like a subtype of a self-oriented then because you yourself have a high standard so you set that standard to other people as well and if they don't meet that, you criticise them? Is that, don't you think? I guess you could probably say it and and you could probably interpret it in that way, right? It's that you're you're so, you're self-oriented in the fact that, yeah, you set a, a high standard but you apply that to others not yourself Mm. so you could say that it could be a sub standard of what the self-oriented definition could be and why i say that though is because i think a good example of that other oriented could be the asian culture thing you know how there's that joke if you don't get an a plus it's not good enough and that's something that parents and family impose on us like they set the standards that you need to get an a plus in all your assignments and all your exams and all your subjects that you do and that's because they themselves expect that for themselves too and that's why they impose the same standards to you um, well, I don't know if they set that on themselves. Maybe there's because of what they've come up brought in terms of the where they came from as a maybe a, a immigrant. They set that standards because they want you want us the kids to do better in, than them. So they've imposed a, a standard on the kids so that the kids can follow that because their point of view they think that's what's going to give the kids the best version of their life. Mm. Which, and do you think there's insecurity coming from that? But potentially, because if you think about it, parents who are immigrants, they've went through so much bullshit to get to a, a foreign country and, and bring their the kids. The stability that they want, right? Exactly right, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like some parents had to go through the war. Some parents had to come here with nothing and, and you know what I mean, learn a whole new language by themselves, you know what I mean? Like they had to go through rough and hardship just to to feed the family. So they've set a standard for us as kids so that we can provide our kids and us ourselves have a, a better life essentially. Well, I guess if you put it that way, like in the Asian culture and how that, that is an other-oriented style of perfectionist, then I guess it does still tie in with perfection is another word for insecurity because they have that insecurity that, if your kids don't do well, they can't get a good job. They yeah. can't get a good profession. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. So we just wanted to end it off. Like I saw this quote, which I, I myself, I believe in it. I don't know who quoted it, but good enough is the motto for every entrepreneur who lives to fight another day. Like obviously there's standards, there's levels that you need to uphold to like don't not saying like good enough where you're just being lazy and be like just whack some shit on the page and send it out and be like that's good enough but good enough as in a sense of that you've done your job you put a hundred percent at that point in time and you send it out just to get feedback to work on how to do better all that kind of stuff that is a better mindset to have and will help you grow and i think that yeah it's a motto for every entrepreneur because you got to be like that you can't hold on to things 
and wait for perfection for things to happen. Of course, you're gonna you're gonna make you're gonna make the errors in order for you to understand what the errors are, in order for you to grow to to learn from those mistakes and basically build the building blocks to take the steps to the next point. So mm. that quote is actually a, a fucking strong quote because it's like, well, you know what I mean. You, Good enough is good enough, right? Fucking who cares if you make a mistake because that's the point. The point is for you to learn and for you to grow. Yeah, and I feel like even though, yeah, I say I'm a perfectionist, but I feel like I'm a split. Like I'm a perfectionist, but I'm also not. Like in daily life things, there's a lot of things where I can see where friends are like, oh, we should do this. Like it doesn't seem perfect or let's tweak this because this doesn't look good. But for me, I'm like, no, like, doesn't really matter like I don't really care I'm like so laid back I'm so chill to the point that sometimes yeah I don't feel like I'm a perfectionist for me I I don't even think I am a perfectionist to certain like I don't think I am at all maybe you could class it as OCD or no I think you just have personal personal preferences which make yourself very neat very tidy but I don't think that's a perfectionist intention yeah yeah and that, and that's i guess how i feel I, I don't think that i have that but yeah so let us know what you think about this is perfectionist another word for insecurity do you feel that's true or do you disagree we want to know yeah let us know in the comments you know what you guys think is it is really interesting when you think about this kind of topic it's like, like you said, you know, is it is insecurity and how does that affect us and how does that have any correlation to perfectionism or being a perfectionist? Hit us up in our DMs if you've got any topics, please. We love to hear from you guys and please follow our socials. Especially our podcasts. Follow us there on any platforms that you're listening to. That would be really helpful for us and we'll really appreciate it. That's it, guys. Bye. Peace out. Thank you so much if you have reached to the end. We really appreciate you for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please share it with your friends or family and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. Make sure you share any topics you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram. Slide it into our DMs. Bigger, bigger. You can also stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes and the release of our new episodes there too. Our Instagram is Ask the Duo Podcast. That's A S K T H E D U O P O D C A S T. Man, feels like I'm in a spelling bee competition right now. <laughs> all right, that's it for now, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye. See ya. Bye.